I spy with my little eye something beginning with T. Uh, Tarantino. No. Tinker Taylor Soldier. What? <laughs> no, it's top 10 spy films presented by the Rolex Podcast. Yay! Hello, my, my name's Joel. And I'm Jesse. And today, uh, coming off the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part, sorry, Mission Colony Impossible Dash Dead Reckoning Part 1, our review of that, which got 500 plays. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, oh, what? That's pretty good. We cool. are bringing to you our top 10 spy films of all time. Now, they can be any genre. They can be a spy thriller, uh, like a co- spy comedy film. like Anything to do with spies. Any spy. They've got to be spy. Spy you know? mystery. bit of, yeah. of those elements in there. Yep. Protagonist that's badass. <laughs> yep. Noir, you know, just whatever. Whatever comes to us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm keen to, to delve into this, Jesse. Now, there are some films in here that I know you're going to cringe at. Okay. But they're there because I like them. <laughs> I don't think... I think all my films are pretty good. My number one is probably the least spy film on my list, but it's also so freaking good, so... Okay, okay. I'm keen to see how we get there, you know, over this next yeah. however long There's going to be some roadblocks. We'll have some debates. We might get, should we get a poll up this time? I reckon bring the poll back. We'll, have, we'll bring the poll back. I forgot that we did it's that. It's been on hiatus. <laughs> I also forgot. It's been on hiatus. We will bring it back. Mm. So, yes. Um, do you mind if I start today, Angel? You can start us Thank off today, mate. Jesse. I'm ready to... All right. My number 10 is a bit controversial. Oh, here we go. Because it was the reason that two very famous actors that were married broke up. And one of those actors remarried his co-star in this film. Oh. And then they got divorced a couple of years later, and now they're at each other's throats. It is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, tell me about Starring this one, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Vince oh. Vaughn is also in it. Carrie Washington, Keith David, uh, Adam Brody. Okay. Directed by Doug Lyman, who did Edge of Tomorrow, which is all right. Chaos Walking, which sucks. But Identity, which sucks. So this is his best film. <laughs> <laughs> Off with a bang. My drink bottle just <laughs> fell down. All right. Anyway, so this is what it's about. So basically, uh, they've been married for five or six years, um, and they're in couples therapy. Uh, the Smiths, John and Jane, and they're both spies. Right. Rival organized. I've dropped my phone. Spy films, and we're off with a bang. We've got right. explosives. We're they're ready spy- to go. Yeah. Okay. They're spies for rival organizations, um, but they don't know that the other one is a spy. Ah, are they trying to riz each other up? No. Okay. <laughs> they get set the same target. Oh, I like the sound of this. And so the first act is them fu- just living their normal life, struggling with them because they're struggling a bit with their marriage. That's yeah. why they're counselling. It's a bit reflective. Of yeah. Their real <laughs> no, this was going well. Oh, right. This is when they got together on this film. Oh, right. And Jen, Jen and Brad broke up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so, and then they eventually get the same mission, and then Jolie's like, "Oh, this guy's an idiot. He's ruined my mission." Back and forth. 
And then they try and attack each other without knowing each other. And then they figure it out, but they're still trying to kill each other. Even though they're married. No, but no, but it kind of works because they like were fighting, and they they both they both career over partner people. Gotcha. And then at the end, they realize their their agencies have teamed up to to, to attack them because they've both gone rogue because they eventually choose each other over their jobs. Yeah. And so the final act is the best act. They team up together to fight the agency, and they're doing like the thing with like like that and that like. Sorry, like the I was I just moved my mic away, but like the gun, the duo gun things. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then it's so good, it's so it's so hot. It's, it's <laughs> there's the action is pretty fun. Like it's like Fast and Furious, here, but it's a lot of fun. I you wasn't buy into it. I was only I wasn't that bored. It was mostly really engaging. I mean, two great performances. That's mostly all you need. So yep. yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, huge recommend. I Defin- like the sound of that, Jesse. Definitely a spy film. Spy comedy was a bit comedy in there. Oh yeah, it's, a, it's action comedy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. I've actually that's probably the first film I've actually been aware of that uh, Pitt and Jolly have been in together. There's probably more. Maybe. Not really. Not really. There's be a few. Yeah, I've I've thought of them as this power couple that do so many films together, but oh, maybe that's just me. Maybe. Me. Um, all right, moving on to my number 10. I can't believe this was on here, Jesse. I want to take it off because I don't think it... Actually, I know why it's on here. It's on here because it's got time travel. I'm talking about Tenant. Whoa. <laughs> oh, it is on there. Okay, good. I felt, yeah, that's, I felt, a, that's a good movie. Bro. I felt guilty putting it on. No, that's a sure good, it's, a good it's a good movie. Time is running out because things are going backwards, sort yeah. of. So, this is directed by Nolan, obviously. Chris, and Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan. Came out during, you know, the first wave of COVID. Saved Yeah, and that's why bit. I have rated it high as I do, I think, because it reminds me of the first movie I saw after COVID gotcha. in the cinema. It yeah. was an event. Like, this yeah. is, you know, we're like, whoa, Nolan's sure. new film. Uh, starring the delightful son of Denzel Washington. He's, he's, I like him a whole lot more than Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool. He keeps off cool. I mean, he's, he sucks in Amsterdam, but he's great in this. <laughs> Let's just focus on his Also, our pets, of course. Yes, Elizabeth Debicki, Kenneth Branagh, and oh, yeah, Kamesh Patel as well. Is it? Oh. And Aaron Taylor-Johnson. So yeah, cool. I kept no memory of ATJ in this film. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's the, like, soldier guy. I mean, I'm sure he was in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just really like this for the fact that it was giving us the type of film that gets people to the cinema. You know, Nolan's got his conceptual crap that he does, which is good crap. I mean, crap in a good it's way. Good crap, guys. Good crap. Um, I'm trying to keep it family friendly. I would have gone a bit further there, but anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's there's you know, the, the the story inverts itself, and the second half of the film is going past the first half of the film, literally, like it's all happening. Yeah, and. You know, it's got great choreographed action and the action way... Action is great. Especially when he turns out he's like fighting himself. At the oh, end. That we, was cool. We don't know until the second half. Really cool. Yeah. Like, Who's this guy? And then we're like, oh my gosh, we're back at the airport. He's the guy. Yeah. It's like mind-blowing. I think it's underrated. I think it's better than like more Nolan. I think it's like people have it like lower down Nolan. I think that's unfair. I think it's like... I think... Among Nolan's better films. Yeah. Like, it's I, better than Interstellar. I agree with that one. I agree. I, th- I think... It's better than Dunkirk. I haven't seen that I think yet. I'm better, getting I think it's better than, like, Batman Begins. Maybe it's, par- Maybe it's on par with that. I don't know. For me, it's a bit better than Batman yeah. Begins. Yeah. Um, but this is one of the films that I was talking to my poppy about. And I think when we kind of re-watched a couple of uh, Nolan's films, and, you know, we watched Memento as well, um, it's one of those films where you won't like it if you don't understand it. Yep. So you need to understand what's going on and say, don't feel bad at all. If you don't understand it, that's cool. Go, you know, do your research or whatever. I know some people don't like to do that with films. They want everything 
kind of told to them, which is fair enough. So it's a bit more of one of those niche films. But yep. I think I thought there was a period where I thought that this was kind of bad. Yeah. But then I'm reselling myself on it. Like, I'm like, it is actually, you just need to understand what's going on with it. And, yeah. Um, apart from the, the subpar sound at mixing. I didn't, was, even, I didn't even hate it, to be honest. Yeah, you didn't have I, I kind of got in the vibe with it. Yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. Um, but I think Nolan said something where he was like, it was meant to be realistic of the environments. Yeah, there's just just don't explain it. It's like how the Flash director was like, CGI is bad because it's supposed to... That was on purpose. Like, shut up. No, yeah, they're it. just trying to justify it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really like it. And like I always say, anything with time travel in it, I'm a bit of a sucker for. So yes, Tenant is my number 10. Good call, cool, man. 10 for Tenant. My sorry. number 10. Now, as we know... I am Mr. David Leach is very hit on me as for me. He has directed some incredible films like Bullet Train and some awful films like Hobbs and Shaw. And amongst that, he's directed a pretty great film called Atomic Blonde. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron, James McAvoy, and John Goodman, Toby Jones. Toby Jones? Bill Skarsgård is in this. What the heck? Sam Hargrave, who directed Extraction. (laughs) <laughs> he's in it He's in it Yeah Alright oh, okay Sell me on it Jesse Because so, this is one I've been wanting to get to She's an undercover MI6 agent okay. She's sent to Britain During the Cold War mm-hmm. To investigate the murder Of a fellow agent And recover A missing list Of double agents That they're gonna try And catch Okay Because this has been Happening a lot Yeah And Charlie's kicks ass In this film Like she's one of the Greatest action stars between Lorraine, this and Fury Road, Lorraine there's like an eleven, there's like an eleven minute one shot of her in uh like a building, and she's fighting like these big dudes. But it's totally believable because she's committing so hard to the action. Yeah, she's like giving it everything. Did she? You totally buy it. Do like a massive workout routine. She, yeah, she must this? have. Yeah, yeah, it's great. James McAvoy's hamming it up, but he's he's good fun. Um, it's yeah, it's it's pretty hot too, you know. Like just, <laughs> That's just fair like, enough, everyone, Jesse. everyone's got these great clothes on. It's very like. It's like John Wick a bit. It's a very stylish film. Stylish, yeah. So every, everyone's da- everyone's dapped up. It's a bit, it is similar to John Wick because obviously David Leach was has a big part in John Wick as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, kick-ass action. The soundtrack's popping off. Like, is it like a synth? This, it's like, like 60s, 60s, 70s. Like oh, it's like it's set in like the 60s or 70s. Right, because like, it's, it's the Cold War. Yeah, of yeah. course. I'm from the marketing. Some I'm great action, great a... lighting. It's just a bit too long. Okay. Like the outsiders is welcome a little bit, but yep. apart from that, there's an, it's 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 a fine, very fine film, a very um, uh, respectable directorial debut, and like its whole plot is a spy. Yeah. There's this great scene. It's a bit. It's a bit. Uh, no, it's a bit. She's walking and there's like a sniper. Yeah. And then like a hundred people put up umbrellas at the same time. So you can't see where which is funny, but it's also like completely ridiculous. So. Is it all synchronized or are they like... It's all synchronized. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, overall, Atomic Bond is a really is a really good film. So okay. I would definitely recommend it. Um, yeah. Really, it's a good shame you have to be a good listener. Well, thank you, yes. I'm, I'm liking what you got, got here. Yeah. My number nine is a Liam Neeson film. Oh I couldn't help myself. I've done it again. <laughs> Apologies for the my wall. Sorry, guys. Sorry for my wall. The Bramac Studios. It's because it's empty. Yeah, because I drank my water. <laughs> it's falling up. <laughs> like Liam Neeson's oh. career. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough shot there. Burn. I'm talking about uh, the commuter. Shut up. I like the commuter. It's Liam Neeson. It's, it's not good. It is good. It's like this. It's like source code. Yeah, this on your top, top, top ten action films. <laughs> 
Pick, which is it? Spy actually, I, I guess I'm on my actual list. Yeah. Here, so <laughs> Thank you. I'm directed by Jean Collette Sarah, who did Black Adam. Mate, he actually is... does a good job this time oh, around. Um, is this one, who's in this one? So this is Liam Neeson, Vera Farmiga, Vera Patrick Farmiga, Wilson, Vera Farmiga. Jonathan So it's Banks. like the Conjuring spin-off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone else? Oh, Sam Neill. He's in here a bit. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, is there a famous young young actor in this? Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Florence there you Pugh. Go. Yes, she's almost unrecognizable because okay. her hair's a bit pink, and you're like, okay. Um, but the reason why I like this film so much is because this is just a businessman who's coming home from his work as an accountant, and he gets brought unwillingly brought into being a spy. He's Un- being yeah, blackmailed. Unwillingly. He's got someone on the phone. Someone's like, "I'm going to kill your family," and Liam Neeson's like, "No, don't." Um, That's pretty good. <laughs> thank you. Um, and he gets caught up in this criminal conspiracy and everything happens on the train. Bless you. <laughs> um, Vera Farmiga is kind of sinister in this one. Usually she plays the more lovable kind of characters, but she's a bit like okay. manipulating him as well. So something different from her. Okay. And yeah, the action action's pretty good. And this was a film that... It was um, like a top 10 action films and you just said the action's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the action is pretty good. It's pretty, it's, it's all right. Yeah, that's not, that's not the best. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's one. Of, I think it's the start of one of those Liam Neeson films where he's like starting to realize his age. Oh yeah. So there's a point where he is basically getting fired. Yeah. He's like, I'm 66 years old, and you, can like, <laughs> and you just kind of tell you're like, okay. So it's kind of embracing that with him. Wait, he can't. He's only 70. When is this movie coming out? 2018. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I said um, I thought it was like oh well. No, no, no. That's fairly. So Florence Pugh's actually like a legit actress at this point. Yeah, she's doing yeah, this. She's been made to look younger uh-huh. with her like costumes and hair and what she's done. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I really love look, it. This film I bought clearance at oh, W. Hey, clearance, of course. <laughs> like, look, all I can say is I've already got a Liam Neeson film in my bottom ten for the year. It's probably gonna stay there. So. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'll give it. I'll give it. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll watch it together one time. Sounds good, Jesse. All right. Well, that was your number nine. Mm-hmm. My number eight's ten. So back to you. For okay. Your, yeah. Yep. Um, my number eight is something I watched very recently. Okay. I don't even know if it is a spy film, but I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> so it is like it is. I'm, I'm wait, it's myself. called The Accountant. Okay. Wait, so, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's got Ben Affleck, Anna Kendrick. I was oh, like, okay. what the heck? Like she's completely different how I thought she would be in this film. J.K. Simmons, John Berthnall. Um, oh, I do like John Berthold. Yeah, he's... And I think that's it from anyone that we'd know. Um, so, basically, Ben Affleck plays a uh, man with autism, and he's an accountant, so mm-hmm. really good with his maths. But due to a very disciplined upbringing from his father, okay. he's also basically a badass assassin. Sure. He's, like, great. And opening scene... You immediately like him because, well, opening scene in the present day, you immediately like him because he's trying to help people get as much tax back as they can. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, that's a good start, yeah, you know? Yeah. Anyway, there's this whole conspiracy with maths and he gets hired a lot by, like, criminals and, and all that to do their taxes so they can avoid kind of, you know, suspicious, you know, he, he basically gets paid lots of money for these criminal gangs and, sure. and um, groups and stuff like that. Uh, and the Treasury Department are starting to come after him because they realise that a lot of the stuff that he does, he shouldn't really be helping these guys. Okay. And so he's basically having to piece together this mystery of... Now, this is where I probably would benefit from a further rewatch. 
there's a lot of stuff with maths and money that they're talking about. Yeah. But there's a money conspiracy going on where this money's coming from. Someone's a mole kind of thing. And he basically like gets out the gun, shooting people. He's like fighting. But then Ben Affleck also brings the nuances of someone with autism. He, you know, has to finish things and he is a bit socially awkward in some situations, but he really likes Anna Kendrick, but he can't express that to her because that's not something that comes yeah. easily to him. And, and I was like, wow, it's got hard. It's and got have action. you researched is like a good depiction of autism? I, I really think so. Okay. I really think so. Um, I, you know, I don't personally know anyone close to me. Um, however, I, you know, think that from what I've heard from some of my friends who do re- investigate that sort of stuff, it, uh, Ben Affleck kind of isn't trying to make a joke out of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm to, sure he's trying to do it seriously, trying, yeah. but also they play it in a way that is, is kind of fun with the character, but also they're not trying to disrespect the character. Well, that's, well, well. that's great. We, yeah. we like that. So my number eight Good is on you, The Accountant. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it sounds like a spy film. I'm not going to give you too much credit <laughs> on that one. But my number seven is one of the most underrated animated films of all time. Oh, no. It's The Penguins of Madagascar. Oh, I didn't think about this. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Okay. But no, very good choice, Jesse. Spy film. Is it actually? I yep. didn't think about that. Skipper, Kowalski, Rico, and Private join forces with an undercover organization, the North Wind, <laughs> to stop the villainous Dr. Octavius Bryan. Um, uh, from destroying the world as we know it. They are undercover spies. The penguins are spies. Oh my gosh, this is, you're so right. This it's, is... You thought I was going to say spies in disguise. Yep. <laughs> this is so far off my list. Thank you. Thank but you. Penguins of Madagascar is easily the best Madagascar film. Absolutely. It's so much fun. Yep. It is exactly what Minions failed to do, which is make a good film with the funny side <laughs> characters. It's a really good time. It's a fast 90 minutes. It's also got John Malkovich, Benedict Cumberbatch, Ken Jeong. It's really good. It's very fun, engaging, funny. The penguins are just the best. I oh, love. Yeah. Who's your favorite penguin? Ooh, probably Private, to be honest. Okay. Or Rico. I think I've got to go with Skipper. Skipper. I mean, he, he, he gets the boys together, you know. <laughs> He's a good lad. I, I, I like the leader ones, but often the side ones, I kind of like, I like what they offer to the, you know, like, yeah. I, private just makes me laugh every single yeah, time. But they're no, all good in their own way. To be fair, I haven't seen it in a while, but I have nothing but fond memories of Penguins of Madagascar. So Absolutely. Nothing much else to say, really. It's directed by Eric Darnell, who also directed the other Madagascar films. And, and, and Ants. by Lorna Balfe, who also does Mission Impossible. Did that? Yeah. Well, this one was better, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's my number seven. The Penguins of Madagascar. That, oh, Jesse, that's a good one because I yeah. wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. But you've, you've nailed it on the head there. Thank I'm you. Kind of curious to go revisit that one. Mm. My number seven, here we go. Race yourself. All right, let's go. Operation Fortune. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Colin, Ruse de Gear. This film sucks. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's so bad. <laughs> Directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh, Guy Ritchie, this Covenant film better be good. Otherwise, <laughs> Guy Ritchie's like... Guy Ritchie's all... Ugh. Oh, jeez. Like, Wrath of Man I did like, but... You did not like this one. I, uh, it's... It's... Oh. It's good fun, Jesse. The tone doesn't change at all. It's the same happy-go-lucky crap. <laughs> Jason Statham, like, swears, like, five times in the first 30 seconds, and then never again in the rest of the film. Hugh Grant is phoning it in he's deluxe. He's so fun. He's no, great he's not. I liked him. Jason Statham's phoning it in. No, Hugh Grant's hanging it up. Awesome fortune. Statham's phoning it in. Bugsy Malone. Who? Okay. The only good part of the film is Aubrey Plaza. Yep, she's great. Like, the action is middling at best. 
it's not just about the end. The ending is so hard to follow, and it kind of just ends in the weirdest at the weirdest time. Uh, like they finish the mission, they walk off together, and it, like it they felt got another mission. It felt so rushed. The ending felt so rushed. Hmm. I mean, it's could be Carrie like Elves. Why is Carrie Elves in just every mission film? For <laughs> why is he in this film? Like, oh, it's so. It's just so bombastically <laughs> hey, average. Carrie Elves and I share a birthday. There you go. It's just so incredibly average. See, for me, it's not just about the action. Ugh. I love all the gadgets and the, you know, the the brushing up with the celebrities and the Ugh. the suave talking and. Danny yeah. Francesco. <laughs> awesome fortune. That, that is, is a sexy name. Have you seen The Gentleman? No, I haven't. The Gentleman is a better version of this. Okay. It's this, this film is... That's not Guy Ritchie, is it? It is. Oh, it is. Okay. And it has Hugh Grant playing a similar character. Okay. okay. This film is if ChatGPT made The Gentleman. Oh, no. Like, watch The Gentleman, you realise how crap this is. Okay. Just trust me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, leave that there. Operation yeah. Fortune colon. Or who's de gear is yeah. my number seven. And The Gentleman is not a spy film. It's a gangster film, so I didn't put it on the list. But Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. That is a horrendous pick. All right. Now, I try my best to do one per franchise, but I have to do two for this one. So. Okay. My number six is Mission, colon, impossible, dash, rogue nation. <laughs> Good choice, Jesse. I wanted to put it on because I think it's one of the most underrated films of all time. Hmm. On Letterboxd, it is... I mean, it's a 3.7, but usually people like... Think this done, people's top threes are usually like OG, Ghost Protocol, and Fallout. Yep. I think this is quite better than Ghost, Ghost Protocol after a rewatch. Okay. Yep. It has a scene where he takes off holding onto the plane, and then it has Ricky Ferg being great. It has, yeah. it has the cars in the end. Yep. It's so fun, and it's and it actually feels like it has a meaning to the franchise. It's connected... McHugh has connected two films together yes it's so much fun he holds his breath for six minutes how am i forgetting that that's, that's in this film yeah so i wanted to give it a shout out because i think it's so underrated how good rogue nation is it used to be in my top 10 films of all time when i was like 15 yep <laughs> so, it could, it's still is it in top 50 still oh no no, no. so it's no one it's not in top 100 but okay. like i do love it a lot so yeah. yeah wow yeah i mean i think that one of the greatest things about this film is we have that core group yeah it stays together we've got tom benji I mean, Beck, 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 Beck is not quite in it yet. Yeah, but she's not. She's there. Yeah, she's and then Luther, Luther Wayne was good. So. Yeah, and Jeremy Renner. <laughs> he was good. I like Jeremy Renner in these yeah. films. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think that's a very good pick, Jesse. And after, especially Dead Reckoning Part 1, it's good to revisit this film. I which think is so. something I would like to do. Because I think it's, yeah, like you said, criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Very nice. All right, number six. Mission, Colony, Impossible, Dash, Rogue Nation. <laughs> Very nice, Jesse. Now, this film, I can't talk too much about because I don't remember a lot of it, but I remember some of it. Okay. Jason Bourne, 2016. What? Okay. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, but the first one sucks, and apparently this film was a sleepwalk. It, apparently. The only reason why I love this film so much is because I think it was one of the first times... You, you love this movies. film. I like it. Oh, <laughs> that's a big difference there. Hang on. I enjoy this film. Okay. Um, first time we got Netflix, and I thought, okay. What can we watch on Netflix? And then I thought it's like, cool action scene. Um, Out of all the things you chose to watch on Netflix for your first year, you chose Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. It got me in with the trailer, Jesse. It how got are, me how are we when you watch this? Oh, good question. 12? <laughs> 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 so you can kind of forgive me a little bit. Yeah, okay. Um, J- uh, Matt Damon, obviously, as Jason Bourne. Now, I'm going to have to just quickly... Yeah, okay. So he's drawn out of hiding. He was in hiding. It's one of those things where he comes back in. Yeah. And then he's rediscovering his past. So that's one of those. You've got that depth of the character as well. Okay. Kind of reanalyzing that. And all these mysteries about his father's death and whatever. Matt Damon, Tommy Lee Jones, 
Uh, Julia Stiles was great fun. Julia Stiles, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Slumming it. <laughs> um, and, and even Riz Ahmed as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I just had a, a, a good time with this. It, it wasn't anything great in terms of its script, but for me, I like the action. <laughs> I just, I it was just, I think it's one of those films that have an attachment to. Uh, you, your list started strong, but the last two picks been it's a bit waning on you. Been a bit ropey, I'll be real. <laughs> um, but yes, I just thought, yeah, you know, even though it did get mixed reviews, I'm on the positive side for this one. So if you get a chance, go check it out. Jason Bourne, 2016. <laughs> Why are you smiling at me like that? <laughs> okay, uh, you're not very impressed with that right. one, are you? Okay. My number five. Now, it's currently on my top ten of the year so far. It could drop out, though. So, that's why I'm glad I get to talk about it now. Okay. Starring one of the most underrated actors, Taron Egerton. It is Tetris. (gasps) Can you sell... I really want to watch this. I'm going to sell this film to you, Joe. sell it. All right. Now, first half an hour of this... How long is it? Just under two hours. Okay. Is a, a dramedy. It's a comedy. There's like video game problems, like level one. of It's about how he acquired the rights to Tetris. He lives in Japan. Yep. He's an English guy. It's like American maybe. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. How he acquired the rights to so meets in the Nintendo. It's like, oh yeah, you could do this. And then it's found out that the Russians own uh, Tetris. So he goes to Russia. As soon as he gets to Russia, it becomes a spy, it becomes a spy thriller. I like that. Because he's undercover. He's staying with this Russian family. He's pretending to be Russian. Because he's earned the rights to Tetris. But there's other third parties in Russia, and he goes into this secret Russian base. He's in there for like 40 minutes. It's like the whole second act, pretty much. And it's just, it's so much tension. And it really gets you. You're like, because you're not expecting it to change like that, change up like that, because it was a comedy. Yeah. Now it's a thriller. That's what I thought. I was doing But the change is so seamless. And now they become spies. If this is every man, and now he's been tasked to become a spy, and he has good people, good Russian people around him. And it's just insane. And uh, we finished it and I was like, that was freaking sick. Like, we weren't, ex- we just weren't expecting it to be that good. There's like a car chase at the end. It's like, it gets full on. So, it's not the spy film, the whole film. That's why it's a bit lower down. Yeah. But like, Tetris was great. Four stars. Like, wow. I, I hope it doesn't make my top 10 so we get some more great films. But yeah. if it does, like, no complaints. You'd be happy with that. Yeah. yeah. So is it, it's a gradual increase. It doesn't just... It's not yeah. just... There. You but know? you feel like you're there. You, but you don't, you don't feel like it was like a jump. Like... Okay. It's it's really really well done the the genre change in the middle like Parasite it's like very well done okay okay yeah so Tetris like yeah I was yeah I rate it's it. on my watch list I for rate the year, it so hopefully fingers crossed yeah. by the end we can we can get around to checking it out yeah uh, Jesse you're not gonna like this one okay either. here we go <laughs> Black <laughs> Widow oh come on <laughs> I mean uh, I don't hate the pick yeah because I, I do like Black Widow but. It, it, is it not a superhero me. film? It's a superhero Oh, I know what you've got on your list. What? Do you have another MCU film on your list? <laughs> so Black Widow <laughs> <laughs> is directed by Ozzy Kate uh, Shortland. I feel like it's a superhero. It's a lockdown film. I feel um, uh, I feel like it's a superhero action film. <laughs> well, Jesse, this is very spy-driven too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we also get the dynamic of the family because yeah. they're all fake family. They're not actually biologically related to each other. They're all... Undercover. That's the whole point of the the start. Look, of the it's definitely a spy film, but I feel like it's mostly a severe. I don't know. This this kind of saved lockdown for me because I oh, sure. paid the time, the big money to get it on yeah. Disney Plus. Oh, for me, it was free guy. That's yes, that's it. That's it. Which was way better than this film. Which you do for your birthday. That well. was so <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, but I just really liked the dynamic of everyone there. Florence Pugh stand oh, out. 
by far amazing. the best character in probably Marvel. And yeah, you're not you're not Harold Kamala Khan. It's like <laughs> most of it, yeah. yeah. Or or Rocket. Like, These young yeah. actors and actresses just bringing a level of fresh vibes to it that I love. Mm. And the way that Miss Flo I really like. Don't call her Miss Flo. Oh, why? Because what Olivia Wilde calls her. Oh no. We hate that. we don't like Olivia Wilde. No, 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 no. Florence Pugh. Um <laughs> Mrs. Pugh. And Mrs. Pugh. <laughs> uh, Miss Pugh. The way Miss Pugh plays Yelena as both this tormented girl who's been through so much in her red room training, who then also lightens the situation with comedy. Yeah. Because that's a natural response for some people who've so lived through good. trauma. Um, Rachel Weiss and David Harbour are the couple that I kind of they never were saw, but they were great. I do think it's this one gets too much hate, but I just don't really think I don't know if I would put it as a spy film. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, I think it's got those elements of if I had seen it, I'd probably have put Red Sparrow in this spot. Oh yeah, Weiss, sure. But I haven't yeah. seen it. I know. So. I got. I got to watch that yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, I just I, I really enjoyed it, and sure, there are some issues with this and that, but for me. Watch this twice in two days. Did you? I really was blown away. Yeah, I, b- I bought it for thirty five bucks. Never watch it again. <laughs> At least we'll always get it there, Jesse. If they ever take Black Widow off, we'll always have it. Is that right? Yep. Oh there you go. We paid thirty five. Why would they take Black Widow off the platform? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> Budget cuts, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yes, my number five is Black Widow. Fair enough. Well, my number four. Moving on to uh, a guy. Oh, how does it feel? Some guy. It's like a. Um, I kind of know. It is a uh, the f- my favorite James Bond film. Dun, dun, dun. It is Casino Royale. Is Casino Royale your favorite? I rewatched them earlier. I rewatched Casino Royale and Skyfall earlier this year. I decided Casino Royale is my favorite. Ooh. I think it has the best villain. I think Ooh. Mads is sick. Yeah. Honestly. <gasps> <gasps> oh, sh- <laughs> sorry, I know I dropped my bottle of the <laughs> You're good. You're good. I think the the first chase scene. In Casino Royale, could be the greatest individual action scene of all time. I forgot the cast is. Yes. It's so good. Daniel Craig is a great boy. And he actually falls in love with the Mongol, which makes him a bit more of a character. Yep. Um, the poker scenes, it's sick. There's yeah. a torture scene. Oh, yeah. The end scene in, with the water. Yes. And the fact that they were so happy together and then like Vesper dies, which is really sad. That, I was not expecting that. I like the airport it. scene. Like, this is a great movie. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's my favorite one. No, fair enough. Like, I'm a sucker for a good poker scene. <laughs> Not like, poker. Yeah, I was just, couldn't be happier with this first effort from, I don't know, I can't remember who the director was, but... Uh, Martin Campbell. Yeah, he did, what did he do? Uh, I don't know, sorry, my letterbox He's a New Zealand one, he did The Mask of Zorro, Memory, that Liam Neeson one, yeah, oh. that was alright. Oh, Green Lantern, let's stop oh, there, okay, well Let's stop there. <laughs> yes, but yeah, look, Casino Royale, great, great film. I think it's my favorite Bond. I really do. That's no, justified. I, I see the argument for Skyfall. I love Skyfall as well. Yeah. But this one is just like considering the one before this was Die Another Day, which is Pierce Brosnan like surfing with sharks. Like that's probably <laughs> one of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> this was a breath of fresh air. Like, it was actually it wasn't trying to be campy. It was like a action thriller. So well said. Now you you're not wrong there because everything that it needs to do right is done well. You got a good actor for James Bond. You got a good Bond girl. I forgot about Mads as the villain, yep. but he's great in a lot of things that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to start somewhere when you're launching a new version of the character, and I think, yeah, you're not wrong. Yep. I might need to revisit this one because it so. kind of re-lit re- some interest within me. Mm-hmm. All right, well, shall we move on to my number four? Why are you smiling about that? What have you got because this Because it is a Bond film. Oh, you got the other one. Skyfall. Yeah, that, that's very yeah. fair. Yeah. I, yeah, I... I 
I like Sam Mendes' direction, which I didn't realise he directed this for the longest time ever. Yeah. But then I watched 1917 and then I thought, oh, I can what's see your, What's your American Beauty? I can see you do that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he won Best Picture for it. Oh. First film. Wow, okay. It's great. Good on him. Mm-hmm. Um, look, just elaborating on some of the things that, that uh, Jesse said, Daniel Craig still great as Bond. And I love the fact that he gets shot and just decides to go into retirement. Like, yeah, like, well, that was fair. That's a good call there. Like, I'd be like that too. Um, Javier Bardem. He's very good. As a villain, is really good. Yeah. Um, and then you also got Ray Fiennes, who comes in and like swaves his way around as the yeah. M. Judy Dench, we say goodbye to her. Yeah, that was good. That scene was a bit drawn out for me. That's why like, I think I fell asleep. Where they go in the, the hatch. I did, I did watch it like 9 p.m., which was probably my fault. But yeah. like, yeah. Um, oh, it is long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you need to have different Bond films with different styles. And yep. just like Casino has that fun Casino vibe, this is a more serious, like, you know, we've got stuff going on, high stakes. He's brought back out of retirement, literally. Like, it's not one of those things that cliche. He got shot and decided he doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And then he's brought back in. He's like, oh, fine. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you can't go wrong with any of the James Bonds of Daniel Craig, I don't think, except maybe uh, Quantum of Solace. And Spectre isn't very good either. Oh, I yeah, forgot. Yeah. So they're three for five. Which three is for not... five. Still good though. Yeah, it's, Still right. good. it's probably the same, the same as Indiana Jones. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, my number four is Skyfall. Fair enough. Well, you know what's better than James Bond film? What? From the take the piss out of James Bond films. Number three is Kingsman, The Secret Service. I wanted to put this on, Jesse, but I still haven't seen Why it. Why haven't you seen it? I don't know. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's probably like my favorite action comedy of all time. Um, look, Taron Edgerton and Colin Firth are such a good duo. Also got Mark Strong, Sophie Cookson, Sophia Botella, Michael Caine. Mark Hamill's in it. Mark Hamill. And of course, the only really negative part of it, Samuel L. Jackson as Valentine, the villain. Not great. But it's, it's pretty violent. But it's also very funny, very lighthearted. It's um, him training in the Kingsman Academy. And it's just so exciting and intense and thrilling. And there's this scene where, I'm sure you've heard about it, it's five minute one shot, Colin Firth in a church. Yes. He kills out a hundred people in a row because there's like chip in his head or something. It's insane. Wow. It's awesome. And then at the end, they have a fight scene. There's this backup, not Samuel Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson's um, sidekick gazelle. She got this sick like robot legs. She she, she has a fight with Taron Edgerton and it's all to the song like a na 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 na. Oh yeah. Baby, give, give it up, up. Give, give it up. up. Baby, give <laughs> it. I remember there's a song at the end. Yeah. So there's some great um, needle drops. Great, amazing action. Very funny. There's there's not much wrong with this film. I tell you what, it's like up there with my favorites. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think usually when I you know when I go away to the Blue Mountains, my poppy and I always yeah. have lots of good movie nights. He talked about this one a lot. So next time I go out there with yeah. him, I might. Oh, yeah. And the spies, obviously. I should, like, they are spies. They, they keep, he invades a Russian place in the end and people exploit into spikers and it's great. Oh, that's awesome. And it's a, it's very unique, it sounds like. It's unlike a lot of the stuff you get. From it's Matthew Elmer. Vaughan who directed Kick-Ass. Oh, okay. And okay. unfortunately, the other Kingsman films just aren't, aren't this good. Is Kingsman 3, Jesse? You excited? Blue Blood, yeah, I'm keen. Is that what it's called? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's like Avatar. Yeah, Avatar. I see you. (laughs) Yeah, number three, Kingsman, man. Secret Secret Service. Very nice. Kingsman colon, the Secret Service. Yeah, that's one. 
All right, well, my number three is the last Liam Neeson film. Oh, gosh. Why is there another one? What is it this time? Non-stop. This was also in your action films. Yeah, because it's good. Why are there two Liam Neeson films and an Oppression Fortune? You're going to love, uh, right, the synopsis, Jesse. Your list is old people. Yes, I like the oldies. All right. Um, the first sentence of this film's synopsis. Bill Marks is a burned-out veteran of the Air Marshals. Is it on a plane? Yeah. It's like commuter, but on a plane. Is the um, whole thing on a plane? Yeah. And there's this blackmail. He keeps getting these messages that he has to transfer $150 million into a secret account or a passenger will die every 20 minutes. Uh, what? Why? Um, <laughs> this is, uh, I've got to watch these films so I can like, probably like, yeah. sl- sleep. Poke, poke fun at me. Liam Neeson, Julianne Moore. What? <laughs> Um, who else we got here? Corey Stoll, Lapita <coughs> Nyong'o, Anson Mount. Wait, Lapita Nyong'o. What year did this come out? 2014. She just won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not that bad if she's signing on. Um, yeah, it's just lots of fun. This one again. There's, it's all right. It's, it's, it's a pretty good action. He's on the plane. Great action. There's a scene where the plane's falling and they're like trying to shoot each other and, and there's passengers on there, obviously, because it's a plane. Um, is he a spy? He's an air marshal that has to become a spy, basically. How is he a spy? Well, he's got to figure out the mystery of who's sending in these messages. Is it someone on the plane? Probably. So he's not a spy? Well, he's an air marshal spy. <laughs> he's not a spy! <laughs> but he becomes a Invalid. spy! Invalid! Oh, Invalid! Way to crash my list here, Jeff. Is it, what do you have? Is it like four stars? Huh? Um, Three and a half? Are you ready? Yep, four. <laughs> is, it, it's not, is he not a spy? Actually, I'm going to let you off because my number one, there's no spies in Yeah, it, but thank you. <laughs> See, that's him. He looks like a spy. Then. No, he does. He looks like Liam Neeson. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same photo in every poster in the last 12 years. Probably because I don't want to show how much he's aged. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I just find it lots of fun. It's always Liam Neeson trying to solve a mystery and like the... You know, like the grunts that he does and stuff. I look, find it hilarious. Look, say you want about Liam Neeson, but the fact is his only good film in the last 23 years is the Lego movie. Agree to disagree there. <laughs> but you get to talk about him this year, Jesse, because there's a new one coming out with him called Retribution. I know. I've already watched Marlowe. That's crap. So can't wait for Retribution. Oh, it's going to be good fun. Yep. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm keen to bring it on. Jack Champion's in that as well. So let's see what... As well. Did you do another one with him? No, but... Well, he's well, just... Diane Kruger was in Marlowe, who's like half his age. She's the love and he's like, so fun. she's into him, and he's like, oh no, nah. <laughs> what? This sucks. Oh dear. So my number four, three. Sorry, number three. I said number four. Number three is nonstop. All right, well, my number two. We talk about it a lot. We just reviewed the other one in the franchise, Mission Impossible Fallout. Same. Okay, my we don't need two. to say too much about it. Yeah, just... go just go watch it. Yeah, just go. Let's do our action films episode. All right, so I might do my recap of my list and then yep. reveal my number one. Of course. I think I know what your number one is. I don't think... Do you know what mine is? Have you? you no, maybe I'm not. blind. I've right. no idea. My number 10, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Number nine, Atomic Blonde. Number eight, Tenet. Number seven, The Penguins of Madagascar. Number six, Rogue Nation. Number five, Tetris. Number four, Casino Royale. Number three, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Number two, Fallout. And number one, hear me out. Okay, I'm ready. Best picture winning, The Departed. Huh. Let me explain. Okay. Yep. DiCaprio, 
Yeah. Is a police officer. Yeah. He goes undercover in Jack Nicholson's gang to spy on them. Okay. Matt Damon is in Jack Nicholson's gang. He goes undercover in Leo's police unit to spy on them. Oh, sounds like a swap. That's the film. They're both spying on each other. They're spying, but they're not spies. But they're spying. See? Does it count? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You let me have two Liam Neeson. I'll I'll let you take that one. Look, this is easily my favorite Scorsese. I think it's... Could be the my favorite best picture winner. It's up. It's like on par with the Godfather, honestly. Ooh, it, wow. I, it's five stars. It's wow. so good. Okay. So much fun. Mark Wahlberg is actually good. Some good lines. Yep. Uh, I love Vera the Famiga as well, Jesse. I yeah, she's great. I love the Boston accents. Oh, she yeah. she has a really crucial role of Vera Famiga. She's a great oh. character. Yeah. Also got Alec Baldwin. Jack Nicholson is amazing in this film as well. Martin oh. Sheen's very good. Yep. Great cast. So it's like it's not a comedy. It's a thriller, but it's also like kind of you're like it's kind of fun as well. Like it's very well paced. Two hour, two and a half hours flies by. Okay. It's like all like who's gonna get found out first? It's like and the ending you no, no one will see coming. Wow. Okay. No one. Wow. It's just brilliant. So yeah, The Departed number one. I appreciate that because you've given me some more uh, understanding of this film because you always say The Departed, The Departed, the departed. and I'm like okay, you're not a crop. <laughs> What is this film about, I say? And now you've given me some more depth. There's so. some great quotes, but unfortunately, none of them PG, so I will show you later. M- right. Marky Mark, just if, like... If we ever do a retro watch of it, we might have to make it explicit. Oh, it didn't even come out. Actually, it came out the same year as Superbad, so I guess I could do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very nice, Jesse. All right, I'll do my 10 to 2, and then 1. Oh, sorry, I should mention, it's based off the Korean film, Infernal Affairs. Oh. Maybe it was Hong Kong. It was either of those. Okay. Infernal Affairs, which apparently is also very good. Okay. But yeah, Departed is sick. Very nice. Scorsese, I need to get around more of those films as well. Yeah, we'll do you 10 through 2. And yep, then... number 10 is Tenet. What's that good? Number oh, nine... I see what you're doing. Nice. <laughs> number 9 is The Commuter. Number 8, The Accountant. Number 7, Operation Fortune, colon, Ruse de Gear. Ruse de Crap, more like. <laughs> Whoa! Number 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Jason Bourne, 2015. <laughs> number 5, Black Widow. Number 4, Skyfall. Number 3, Nonstop. Number 2, Mission Impossible Fallout. Number one is Captain America, Colin, the Winter Soldier. See, this one I can get on board with. You can Because <laughs> it actually is a spy film. It's espionage spy. This, this I agree with. Who can you trust, Jesse? I was going to put it on. I was like, nah, that'll be on your list. Yeah, y'all can praise the heavens. You can have this, this one. Two MCU films and two Liam Neeson films yes. on a spy film list. It's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> um, this takes the Captain America character a whole new direction. So much better. He is someone who in the previous film saw the best in everyone and, you know, very happy-go-lucky kind of guy. In this one, who can he trust? You know, Mm. who in a world where he... This is not a world that he knows anymore. He's been frozen for 70 years. He's back. The people he thinks he can trust, he can't. He's only got, you know, people from the Avengers that he can probably trust. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. yeah, there's great action. There's mysteries and conspiracies that you need to figure out and i just i'm so still blown away with the level of approach that they take to stylize it as a spy film when you know i didn't wouldn't have expected anything like it um mm-hmm. so i think yeah it's just a great film we all know it's one of my favorites so I'll oh, yeah. keep it to a brief but fair I think very good add some flavor to the mcu that's where i'll leave it sure fair enough mate 
Look, it's a, I agree. It's probably my tenth favorite Marvel film. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's alright. I think Civil War's better. Oh. Okay. On a roost. <laughs> hey everyone. <laughs> yeah. Nah. It's it is a spy film, and it's a, it's quite a good one. So yes. no nothing no stick from me. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone, Bromaxes, on this lovely journey that we've taken today. Yeah. On the spy films. Jesse, where can uh, our listeners get Oh, more well, us? where can't you find us? So we're exclusively on Google Podcasts. Feel free to subscribe to us. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever else. Uh, we're on Instagram at BromaxPod. Send us a message, drop a comment, vote on our polls. We should have one of those. And share the podcast. I've you, never said that you, before. You're either voting for Taron Edgerton or Liam Neeson. So pick, yeah. pick that. Yeah. Share the podcast. Yeah. Share the podcast. Tell your friends about it. You know, you're struggling for some small talk. I relate. Hey, did you hear the new Bromax episode? Oh, yeah. no, I didn't know what it was about. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. five minutes of conversation there. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we've got the merch on Redbubble. Check that out. Yeah. It's Christmas in July. <laughs> you wanna, if, as of when we're recording this, so it's you Christmas. Get, so we've got some jumpers for yes, winter. You bit chilly. You a want some dunas? Get Bramax dunas. Duna we've got you want a pillow, a throw pillow. We got we got you covered. Shower curtain. It's yeah. It's worst ways to spend your money. Yeah, yeah. Like a Liam Neeson Blu-ray <laughs> would be worse. Ouch! Clearance at Big W. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. So thank you so much for joining us today, guys. And like I said, we want you to keep in touch with us. So you know, do whatever you feel you need to do. Uh, my name's Joel. I'm Jesse. And we'll catch you next time undercover. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace.